Welcome to The Daily Influence, where our mission is to deliver a daily dose of positive influence that can uplift you personally or be shared within your sphere of influence. While not every episode may directly apply to your unique circumstances, we strive to provide insights and inspiration relevant to most people's daily, weekly, and monthly lives. Whether you are tuning in during the morning, noon, or night, The Daily Influence is here for you. Listen, share, and embrace the power of influence in your life. Hey everybody, Brian Smith here with the I Am Team series and the Daily Influence, and we are diving into communication again. Yes, we did talk about communication in earlier seasons, uh, uh, or earlier episodes, I should say, and we had some discussions about how communication and understanding communication can help us define who we are and how we are. We're going to dive deeper on how communication plays one of the, or if not the, most vital role in our influence. How we communicate, what we communicate, when we communicate, all has a huge impact on our influence and how our influence can be perceived, how our influence can be accepted, uh, how our influence can be learned and passed on. it it controls the ripple effects of our influence. Uh, Some of the things that we're going to talking about down to body language and tone can change dramatically what people take away from us as we influence them. You can walk into a room and talk about a happy event, but if you do it with a negative body language, if you do it Uh, with negative tones, it can be taken completely the wrong way or it can be missed completely and we could lose our ability to influence through a lack of proper communication. We lose the power of our ability to influence. We lose the power of what we might be trying to do. And it's so important for us to understand what that means for us individually, but also how we look at other people. When other people are influencing us, and what they do for us. It's really important for us to have some understanding. If you've walked into your office before and had somebody be in a very negative mood and convey that negativity through something that is generally very objective or very neutral, it might be just transfer of data, but you feel the negativity coming off of them. That's important. It's important to be perceptive about those things. It's important to develop that understanding of how people in your areas of influence communicate with you and how you communicate with them. It's our greatest asset. And understanding it takes practice. Being good at it takes practice. Helping others be good at it takes practice. And it's not about writing or speaking or texting or emailing. It's about all of it together. You can't communicate one way in writing and expect people to accept all of your other communication styles if there isn't consistency. And we've talked about what consistency means and how important consistency is in helping us develop into being more powerful influencers and how being consistent reinforces us, reinforces our values, reinforces what we want people to perceive from us, 
how we want to influence others. And if we are inconsistent in the different ways we communicate because we're uncomfortable with them, we don't have control over our body language, uh, we struggle with holding our feelings back, we have to find ways to share with that, share that with people that we influence through our communication. And what I mean by that is, let's go to micro communications. Let's talk about uh, uh, our body language or our tones, um, the way we look to people. We can control those things, but sometimes we don't see them. You've probably heard the phrase resting bitch face, which is a horrible term, but it really does define how some people can look. They might have this look, they're just disgusted, unhappy, but they might not be, and they may not even realize that they are like that. And unless somebody in a positive way, in an objective way, in a non-judgmental way, helps them understand what they are conveying, the perception that people have because of the way they are sitting or looking or communicating, they'll never know. They might always just wonder, I wonder why people don't receive me well. I wonder why people don't communicate well with me. I wonder why they always take me the wrong way. Or if it's not conveyed to them in a objective, non-threatening uh, uh, and, and, and way. They may get defensive about it. They may wear it as a badge of honor. I know I did when I was in Oregon, and I was very direct with people. At first, I wore it with a, ba a badge of honor that I was kind of an ass. And I felt like, you know, that's the way I want to be. I want people to look at me as kind of a hard business person with a little edge to me. But that backfired. And it hurt me as a business person in that community. It hurt my credibility. Um, it hurt my ability to do business effectively for the people that I influenced, my clients. So it was very, very frustrating uh, for me as I learned these lessons. But the lessons were pointed out objectively, and they helped me to overcome it. So understanding how we look, understanding how our body language is coming across as we speak, how we might use our hands or not, um, our tone of voice, and having that understanding and sharing that information with people we trust can help us to communicate better. Understanding how to encode and decode other people's, not just our own, but other people's way of communicating is also important. And when you show somebody in your area of influence that you are interested in learning about how they want to communicate with you to make that better, you build that relationship. So sitting down with your team and having a discussion about how to effectively communicate. Do I do anything that gets in the way of us understanding each other? Is there anything that I am saying that doesn't allow for specificity or context? Or am I... Uh, not making things clear? Is there any any part of how I'm communicating that gets in the way of us being positive together? Asking those questions in your areas of influence is really beneficial, so do that. Go and ask those questions about people you communicate with all the time, and you'll be surprised to hear the positive feedback you get. And don't take it personally when you do this. The idea is here is that we are improving together. We are improving our ability to have the most positive, influential time within our area of influence that we can have. Communication is going to be something that we hammer 
and we have hammered. It's part of everything we do. We had to communicate through every episode we've had. Um, everything we do starts with communication. And the takeaways here is it's more than just speaking. It includes listening. It includes interpreting body language. Uh, it's inflection. All of it. How we write, how we don't write, how we respond, how we don't respond is all part of communication. And learning these things about each other is a very valuable tool for us to be the best, best influence we can be for ourselves and for everybody else. First impressions are a unique type of communication. I learned in Oregon how damaging first impressions and being direct and a jerk could be. And, and the hole I had to dig myself out of. There's only one time to have a first impression. You can repair that, yes. But there's one time to have a first impression. Why not make that first impression the best impression? Be extra mindful of communications with technology. The written word in emails, text messages, lacks context sometimes, lacks emotion, lacks influx or, or, or uh, the tone of our voice, and it can be taken the wrong way. So be careful what you put in text. Be careful how you take texts. goes both ways. There's two sides to the communication. There's the speaking side. There's this listening side. And then there's the whole interpretation phase in the middle. When speaking to a mass audience, keep in mind that the audience is diverse and they may not know where you're coming from. They don't have the foundation of knowledge where you're speaking to. So make sure that you speak specifically and clearly. Make sure that you use words that can be understood by everybody so you don't leave people behind. Communicate effectively to build up a foundation of understanding so that the topics that you're teaching or trying to convey or trying to persuade or trying to influence with get the right perception. And when you lose people, look in the mirror and ask, did I do that? Was there anything I could have done to make it more clear and help them communicate better? And if you find people are becoming distracted uh, and can't really focus, don't force it. Come back to it. Say, hey, this might not be the best time for us to have this conversation. You're obviously distracted. You have other things that are more important for you right now. Let's revisit this later. Don't get angry. Move away. Take a pause. Come back. Slow down. But engage in that as part of the communication. That's part of the communication between people is understanding when people might not be ready to hear a message, might not be a good time. They might not be able to stay focused on it. Whatever that reason is, you can ask, but that's part of the communication. And if, if you recognize you lost somebody, ask them questions. Add questions into communication to, to ascertain if people are keeping track, on track, if they understand, if, if the foundation is being built along the way like you want it to be built. Don't just assume along the way that people are clear. Communication is so important. It's why we're spending so much time on it. And tomorrow we're going to talk about composure and self-control through the communication process because that's one thing that can happen as we get frustrated or excited um, or uh, hurt through communicating with humans, our composure and our self-control can slip away. And that is when we can damage our influence and not be the most positive influence we can be. So that's what we're going to focus on 
uh, tomorrow. I hope you have a great afternoon. Have a great day. We'll talk to you again soon.